0: Welcome to Divorce Terry Show Podcast. I'm Michelle Trana and I am the creator of Divorce Terries. I am back from Richmond, Virginia. We're at an amazing show at the Firehouse Theater. Thank you to everyone that came out. Shout out to my special feature, Matt Beyer, who gave a great rendition of, I forgot the name of the song, Matt's Gonna Kill Me. He made a sketch of a, a spoof of a song that dealt with me. It was really funny. I loved the show. The show felt really tight. Um, the show was low with tickets at the beginning of the week, and I was freaking out, and I pushed and pushed and pushed, and we got a good, decent-sized house, so I'm very happy. The crowd felt really good, too. Um, I'm talking to a new guy, which I talked to you guys about in the last episode, and I will tell you that this week, I'm not as, like, I'm not as, like, fi- like fire fireflies butterflies in my belly as i was last week for him because i don't a couple of reasons i don't know if my head's there completely i don't know if his head's there completely i know he's attracted to me and i know he likes me i guess i just don't know how like if he just wants it to be casual i'm gonna have to have the conversation with him boop 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 i was trying not to have to have the conversation with him because it's like we just started talking But we're being intimate and a few things that have happened this week pissed me the fuck off. So, number one, do not give me unsolicited business advice if you're not helping my business. That goes for anybody. Look, if you want to pursue me as a potential girlfriend, partner, person that makes your day brighter, do not. Give me business advice unless you are going to help my business. um. And the thing is, like, the way he did it, this was last Sunday, it felt, made me feel kind of bad. And I, I had a show that day and I had other stuff I had to get done. It just, like, was hitting a sore spot. And, I mean, he could tell because he started to backpedal. And I just was like, let's change the subject. And then I called him out on it the next day. And he just kind of apologized. He's not a big texter. Um... Which is not a huge deal if you're texting at the right moments, right? Like, you don't have to be a, a texter all the time. I think that's a little too much. But if you text me good morning, if you text me good night, or even just a text where it's like, you know, Hey, I know you have a show tonight. Good luck. I'll hit you up later to see how it goes. Something like that. I, I also don't like, I also have to say, he's known me for a couple of years as a friend. So I'm a little annoyed at the lack of effort. And then we were supposed to get together Wednesday, which we did. But even up until Wednesday, the plan had not been set and it bothered me. Our first date two weeks ago was planned and I really appreciated that. But it seems like that was it. The other couple times that we saw each other, when was just like a hangout at his apartment, and this time he wanted to hang out. His he he had said he was driving back from a work trip, and was like, "Well, could we just hang low at my? What did he say? Something about hanging low at his place?" And I was like, "No, I can't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to ask my mom to babysit, so we could just hang out at your apartment." I'm sorry. He's like, all right, we can go get food. I was like, yeah. That already in my brain made me feel like, okay, so to see me is not priority of like doing something fun and special. I don't know. I, I get it. Like he was making the effort to see me, but I let it go. I was like, all right, what we're gonna get we're gonna grab food. Like I we didn't even have to grab food. We could have gone for a walk, get a coffee. Then um we went back to his place. You know I'm trying to be mindful of not sharing so far in the dell the the realm of my intimacy with somebody new because I don't know if he is going to ever listen to this, but our intimacy was good up until something that happened, and you know I have some trauma with sex in in my life, and like I'm a very sexual person with a person I really care about and love or care for or feeling and I think the problem with me is I tend to go all in right away like if I was feeling him a lot especially on our first date and the second and I was ready to go all in with the sex and I mean loving on him in all ways and I I do that not as a sign of like that's right baby I'll do it all no it's a sign of like well I really like you and if you're making me feel good I want to make you feel good But then part of me regrets that because I'm like, well, I'm not like exclusively with you. So I just felt like I should have not opened all the doors yet. AKA like, you know, oral sex and in certain parts of oral sex that require you to swallow. (laughs) Yeah, I should not say all this, but okay, whatever. But it's the truth because that's a very, that's a very, I feel like oral sex is more intimate than regular sex, just regular intercourse, but depending, right? Um, so, with that said, um, I was, um, I've been feeling now that maybe I should have not, I shouldn't have completely opened the doors with oral sex. Not that you, sh- it's hard to explain. Not, not, I should have maybe held off a little bit. And now I'm feeling like, a little confused um so he did something so the so Wednesday came and went and like I started to feel like maybe I'm taking this too maybe I'm taking this on too fast maybe I should have waited to sleep with him I don't know but I wanted to have sex I wanted to feel that good feeling so I waited to see like he texted me the next day so I had asked him you know I said oh don't forget to like say hello you know I was joking around and he did he did the next day so I appreciated that and then Friday rolls around and he calls me. And like he mentioned going out to his friends that night in the city. And I had to get ready for Virginia. So I was like, okay. And I just felt like a little annoyed. I know I'm already getting annoyed at stupid shit. But I, I just felt like I just don't know what this guy is doing on his own time. And he I mean, he doesn't have to tell me because we're not exclusive. And there's always a part of me that feels like, I don't know how to get past this honeymoon stage without having anxiety attacks. So I said, whatever. Let me focus on the show. Focusing on the show. Trusting the fact that this guy is just not a liar, you know. So I go to Richmond yesterday and I I, I get there and I'm I'm prepping for the show. I'm handing out flyers. Tickets are going up, feeling good. And then he sends me a text message that drags me down. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to share the text message on air. But it just is something that most of my friends are like, yeah, he should have waited to tell you that. Just fucked with my focus. And he, te- he, he didn't text me yet. Like, I called him. And then we talked for a little bit. And then we hung up. And then we... I, that's it. I didn't hear from him again until this afternoon, which bothered me because I just had a show and I wanted to hear if if you like me, you know, oh, I know she's performing tonight. I'm going to text her. Now he was also telling me he was feeling a little under the weather. So I, I also felt like, okay, well, what is that supposed to mean? Like I'm going to be at, you know, I don't know. So he didn't text me nothing. Um, I spoke with a friend later that night that really put me in much better... I mean, I had a great show. My friend Matt took me out for food. We we, we took each other out for food. And then I went back to the hotel and I was antsy. And, like, I'm not antsy. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, But I, I messaged my friend who really just got my head. Like, I liked talking. I loved talking to him. And... It definitely got me into a much like good, nice, ho- like place to fall asleep and wake up in the morning, get back on the plane. So I really appreciated him for that, and hope I can do the same for my friends like that. But this uh, nothing. I hadn't heard anything at three thirty. This guy texts me and says, "How'd it go?" And I didn't answer him. Are you fucking serious? It's three thirty in the afternoon. Now you're texting. See how I'm getting like worked up again over these things. I could be making it into something it's not. I didn't answer him. Three hours go by. I still don't answer him. He texts me all okay. First of all, there, there's another reason why I didn't answer him is because I wanted to stay focused on getting my work done. And I was going to text him either tonight or tomorrow morning and say, I had to, I have to just stay in my zone right now. I don't want to get distracted. Because he's sometimes, you know, I I tend to jump at a man's text message and I don't want to do that anymore. So... He then texted me again at six o'clock. I said, oh, okay, I didn't answer. He calls me and I don't pick up. And I say, I'll call you later. He said, sure. Um, and then I texted him like 20 minutes later after I got off the phone with my manager and said, can I please call you? Can we talk tomorrow? It's been a long day. And he said, yes, is all okay. And I said, yes, it's fine. I don't, I just didn't want to like, talk tonight I felt like I was very I'm very upset and I don't know why and I don't I don't know if this is just kind of me right now it's not has nothing to do with him but I'm feeling like I I just want to feel like there's effort being put in that's genuine that's not making me question things that's not making me feel like he's mysterious that is also not giving me anxiety I think also men tend to not have, like, some men that I'm with, they just don't have the, like, it seems like they're sometimes selfish when, when they're, like, thinking of what they're saying to me. They don't think it's going to affect me. I don't know. Last night, the, the, just really fucked with my focus, but I, I'm glad I had the tech run because it helped me get back on track. That's a big part of divorce stories is how these men that I date distract the fuck out of me. So the fact that it still keeps happening in real life is just, showing me how much the series would hopefully take off. Now, what is coming next for Divorce Stories? Um, I'm going to be in Albany on Sunday, August 27th. I am also headlining a show in Boston, August 26th. And then in October, Divorce Diaries is back on the road in San Diego and also in um, Jersey, the comedy dojo. Um, struggling a little bit with self-doubt and um, It's Always a Bitch. So, you know, I, I watch all these, t- like some, some of these comedians that like sell out shows because of their TikTok following and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I'm busting my ass on content every day, you know, but it is what it is. I have some upcoming great things that are coming up. I'm going to be on the Divorce Party Podcast with Tom Arnold and Monica Casey in September. Where well, I'm recording it in September. I'm not sure when it's going to air, but I'm very excited about that. We may have a sponsor for the Divorce Diaries web series more to come about that. And I may be alone again in the next week. Not that I'm actually with this guy, but I and and like I feel like he does like me. I just feel like he just may want a more casual thing. And I don't even know. I feel like I either want nothing or a relationship. Nothing is is like you can't sexually and emotionally please me. I don't want you in my life. But if you can, get in my bed, boo. Every day of the week. Okay. So, if you can't sexually and emotionally fulfill me, I don't want you in my life. But if you can, you can sign not just a lease, but a full blown buyout agreement <laughs> that is um i was talking to my friend about this is like can intimacy happen where you don't get bored of it cuz that's my fear that's what happened in my marriage like intimacy where you know, yawn like I just did in the middle of sex or like, because he was yawning when I was talking to him at dinner the other night and I was like, oh God. Now, granted, he was just driving for like four hours, but I felt a certain way about that and I was like, this is not good. I don't know. I don't know. We will see what happens with the new guy, with upcoming shows in Albany. And I can't wait to record a full edition of Divorce Diaries. Even though this mini episode is turning into a longer episode, I'm just going to be having it on um, anywhere you listen to your podcast. It won't be on my YouTube channel because I only do the video on YouTube. Okay, stay tuned for more Happily Ever Divorced After. This is Michelle Trena coming live from my bedroom. And this is my Divorce Diaries.